you. Welcome back to the show. This is Dave Spreeberry. We're live all over the world. A couple weeks ago, we spoke with our friend here, Johnny Mac. What's he's up? sitting next to me. And uh, he's also brought another partner in crime with him to the show. And he, I guess, there he is. He's outside uh, smoking, I think, or something. He'll be in him just a minute. We, um, we decided to do another interview because um, his partner in crime really brings some good lyrics to, or music to the table, right? Oh, my God. And we were just talking a minute ago about how the Black Sabbath thing that's going around. Well, back in the day, he, there's a style of music out there, doom metal. Doom metal. Doom metal. It's kind of based on like Black Sabbath style of music. And mm-hmm. actually, James, like 20, 25 years ago, when I first started playing music, was uh, had that that style on. I was trying to push it out there. And yeah, which, okay. which Before it was even out there. And uh, and uh, 20 years went by. We, we reconnected in our relationship and we started playing music together and, you know, we come from different worlds, but you can see us. We're, we're playing music, but the doom metal thing is, mm-hmm. is kind of taking off here. So, so he just came into the studio here. What's up, James? We're repositioning the mic so everybody can hear us. James? Hey, how you doing? Good, man. Um, um, yeah, no, I was I was trying to sell the idea of doom music to, to a lot of people back then, and nobody was feeling it. And then one day I heard basically my... My style being mainstream today. Yeah. I was like, man, I was pioneer of it and didn't even know it. Who's playing it? Um, so like Sleep and um, Ohm and um, Serpent Throne. Those are bands around here. Yeah, they're they're just doom bands. No, they're doom bands. Yeah. That's D U D U N E or D D O O M. Oh, doom bands. Yeah. Okay, like doom metal. So it's basically based off of Black Sabbath, like right, it's right. got its own Black Sabbath genre. They call mm-hmm. it like um, Black Sabbath worship. Or... So usually you don't want to sound like somebody else's band, but Black Sabbath, there's a whole genre of doom that's just dedicated to sounding kind of like Sabbath. And I think that would become a compliment to them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, for sure. Honored by for all sure. Members. I mean, yeah. my God, yeah. you know, my, Ozzy and it was who was it? Ricky Blackmore. Yeah, it was um, Tony Iommi, yeah. uh, uh, Geezer Butler, yeah, Bill Ward, Ozzy. and Ozzy were the original members of Sabbath. Yeah, yeah. Then they kicked Sabbath out and had Ronnie James Dio in there for a minute. Right? I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fucking crazy. I've seen him play over in Bakersfield for a while. I got lucky to see uh, the Sabbath. Um, Four times, three times with all original members. The first time I saw them, they had the Faith No More drummer. And then um, I saw them with Pantera three three of the four times there. Is that right? Yeah. yeah I was at dime, the, dime, uh, yeah, the reunion day. concert the forum. That was my last Pantera Black Sabbath concert. That was that was that was wow. pretty epic. Yeah. Wow, good stuff. Huh? Now um I saw Black Sabbath play once and Van Halen opened it for him. Oh wow. That's how old that was. That was yeah, like nineteen seventy seven. Nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. I was a Kiss fan in those days. Were you? Yeah. <laughs> James also has a good. Um, his spirit is a uh, Jimi Hendrix man. I mean, he, this guy knows a lot. I've been learning a lot about Jimi Hendrix myself lately, and uh, Jimmy has a bunch of music out there that's not even can't even get released because of what the family's uh, how, yeah, the, no, the, the record company bought all his Warner music. Brothers yeah. owns all the rights to his music. Is that right? Yeah, so the family's been trying to get the rights to it, and they get little bits and pieces here and there, and they release um, unreleased tracks, which is, is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. But I'm a Jimi Hendrix fan. Oh, Are God. You? Yeah, who isn't, you know? Jimi fan, Slayer, Metallica was one of my favorites, but 
I'm no longer really thrilled about Metallica. Well, after we cared about them, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, it's funny you say that because the Cars, actually, the Cars, when they, their first album, first two albums, Candy O and the Cars, um, a lot of it was music that they took from the local bands in Boston oh, yeah. that didn't have anything um, copyrighted. Right. It's a big rumor about them. They're one of my favorite bands, and but they kind of geeked me a little when I heard that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But um, Benny Orr, he he never admitted nothing, and and Rico Kasich, he you know he never said shit anyway. So that's <laughs> right. I mean, you know, it's Alan's okay. To on have it. The producer's from producer. Music. Excellent. You know, that's Alan, the producer, putting on some good music. That's right. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, so. That was my style wanting to play music was to be like Black Sabbath and Pantera. Yeah, care. I got you, I got you. And, I, uh, I left mine on a car, I guess. Here we go. And uh But playing with James here, you know, yeah. he, he he's probably one of the best guitars out there that's you know, needs to be heard sooner or later, you know. And, I don't uh, know what he's showing you, but there's some good stuff. <laughs> He's got a lot of the scratch recordings. Uh, we're yeah, they're they're, 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 they're just they're just rough drafts of the songs that we do got because we haven't had the equipment to get record it right, but we're getting there. We want to take a brief moment to say thank you to Alan Roberry, producer and NC Studio that we're actually doing our yes, sir. show in tonight. The producer's producer. Yes, it is. So thank you, Alan. He's waving us through the window. Oh yeah, <laughs> Alan's, Alan's so, a man. So Alan. you brought you, you brought some uh, stuff to the table. You want to play tonight, huh? So well, Johnny, that's Johnny's stuff. And, mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, my guitar is a little more advanced, and we're I can't just, get the sound I want out of that thing. Well, that's cool. Well, maybe we'll try and but do like the best we can. Still, well, still like tinker. last time, we'll, we'll, we couldn't play Jaguars Claw because it it, it didn't um, it didn't play it for us. Or we're, we're in a process. Of redoing songs to do it correctly, you know, with the right equipment. Sure, sure. So, like, they're just they're just rough drafts, you know. But well, Jaguars Claw, it's kind of like uh, like James. We wrote a song, and it's pretty badass because like, there's no lyrics for the song. So James, we, when we were writing the song or putting pieces together, he does this lead over the song that's yeah. just like. So basically, right. It's not really like a lead. It's more like, it's, it's like. Um, Frank Zappa or um, it's like jam music where they just have soloing through the whole through the whole song. If, yeah. and I, that's kind of the words in reality. What it, what it, the song was? I had I had a cat that I loved dearly, like a like a family member, and, and he died. So I made that little metal song. Just recently too. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Well, hopefully we'll get to hear you play some of that. We're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be back with. James? Johnny motherfucking Mac and Johnny James Chavez James Chavez yeah. Johnny Mac from Alan Roberry Studios right here Santa uh, Maria you listen to Days for Every Live all over the world stay tuned we'll be back after this that's right welcome back to the show I'm Dave Sprayberry we're live all over the world from Alan Roberry Studios here in Santa Maria. It's after midnight and that's when things happen. And uh, that's when we decided to sit down with James and Johnny Mac. Johnny motherfucking Mac. <laughs> and a few weeks ago we were talking to him, to Johnny, about some excellent licks he had with a good friend of his. He brought his good friend with us tonight. And uh, he's going to show us some, some of their good stuff. You were saying a little while ago that you guys just put together something and he just threw some rips on top of it. Yeah, so... 
I was just joking around and I took a Metallica song and I changed around some of the riffs and I was just jamming around to a little uh, soundtrack we had, drum mm -hmm. beat, and Johnny got on his bass and jumped in. And I didn't really take it serious. And the next day, Johnny tells me to put it on Facebook, and I about had a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> and then the day after that, he shows me 695 hits, yeah. huh? Yeah. Well, I, was, I was out there promoting there for the live music scene locally here, so I was like, you know what, I like, you know... There's not much stuff out there. Me actually playing in it, so I was just like, oh, just give people out there something. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so that that really motivated me and put a fire under my ass. And right on. We started running it, you know. It's been it's been pretty fun. That's cool. Yeah. So no, not only that, but James just jamming, you know, he knows a lot about different styles and genres of music, you know, from, you know, like, turning me on to Crazy Horse from... Neil Young, you know what I mean? Stuff oh, yeah? like that, that old mellow, it's just... I know everything. You know, it's music. epic, and then, you know, him jamming with, uh, you know, learning all that stuff about Jimi Hendrix, you know what I mean? Yeah, There's A lot yeah. of people don't know about that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That They only know what the media picked out there on the radio and shit, but Jimmy's wrote all that badass songs that, like... He's got a lot of music. Like, it's ghostly when he plays and shit, you know what I mean? When you get to hear it... Yeah. Uh, it's just it's epic shit you know and, and james got a, a a unique style that kind of brings out that magic in the music that that's unexplainable and then where we jam at the, the this like if it I was a, we have uh uh like that the paranormal stuff experience that goes on with it there and a lot of it's related i think is with music and shit you know what i mean and For sure you know yeah i was doing a, a I, somewhat version i'm trying to get this paired up uh, so child voodoo child and we'll show you that, yeah. I don't know what my house is. My my garage is slightly haunted. Yeah, yeah. It makes it a little extra. And whenever I play, whenever dealer. I play Hendrix music, all of a sudden we get orbs all over the place. And oh yeah, yeah. Right on. I have some footage I can show you. It's pretty wild. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. We actually caught an orb last night. I haven't seen any for like a month. Yeah. I don't know what happened there. I got train tracks right there too, which they say can generate it. But what, 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 should, what be, where he also lives at in Lompoc is where um, the mission out there. Remember the old mission? Mm -hmm. The old part of the mission is just two blocks from where he lives. So and that land right there, there's all kinds of epic. Uh, like death that went on there, horrible shit. Yeah, it's still too hard. They say the mission in Longport now is one of the most world's haunted places. Is that right? That's, I swear to God. I'll be damned. The Ghost Adventures has been there. Okay, so I wonder if this is going to work. So, we'll start off with the uh, the one he was talking about, Hi. where he's jamming to um, the Jimi Hendrix backing track. That I got. Oh, Ariana, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Ariana's just joined us in the studio also. She's uh, saying hi. She's one of the assistants to Alan for producing. So um, she's got a good ear for music. She thought she'd just join the table with us. So say hello world to, to Ariana. She's here. Hello, Ariana. <laughs> so what you got? This, this I, is... I'm trying to get the speaker to work here. So okay. give me a second. Oh, there no we problem. Go. No problem. Okay, there we go. Well, this 
this video is 60 minutes long, so this is the one he was talking about. If you look at the video at home on the bottom foot there, you'll see these orbs come out. But you can hear you can hear the magic and the music come out. So the birds start having some technical difficulties. I didn't know about the orbs yet, right? And my pedal sounded like somebody stepped on it and clicked it over. And I even looked at it like, what? So I go to fix that, and then when I go back, then when my tuners was tuned all the way down, then my volume started messing up, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Then after I got done playing, I finally get get it going, and you see these little orbs by my feet, and you see them go into the guitar, and the second they go into the guitar, I just light up. Really? Oh, yeah. You can hear the guitar oh, and music. Yeah. Sounds.
Cowboys are actually going inside the guitar. Thank you. 
outside and he's all I just heard a lady's voice. I go, what the fuck? Did you guys hear that? Said, no, I didn't hear nothing. Well the next day or the day after Vinny comes out and he's all dude, I was going through my videos and he had his phone running, an iPhone he had it running for 25 minutes or maybe a little longer than that. And he got to the point where James came in the garage and with the Bose speakers or headphones, the high dollar ones, I mean play that back in Sure the fuck not, dude. There is a voice in the background, a lady's voice, and it says Gene, 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 Gene. What the fuck is that? Play it back six times. That the idiot saying Gene's keys, Gene, Gene. It's definitely saying his really? name. Really? Yeah. I, I, and then um, there's uh, like that. I, I don't have the footage of, but fucking that you can't explain. Like that's when the paranormal. Uh, then one night I was there and he's sitting in his chair and i see this orb form and then all of a sudden this light it came down and it just illuminated that whole back side of the garage and i was just like what the fuck was that dude and james was kind of like looking straight and he thought maybe i threw something at him or, or, or something like that and then he looked at me and i said did you see that and he knew that i wasn't lying because he saw the look in my eyes my eyes were big we're like what the fuck was that i wasn't i never seen anything like it james James says he calls it uh 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 Hey James, how did you say that that light you call it angelic or something? How do you say it? Yeah, it was pretty bizarre. Uh, 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 and like he thought it was a light, dude. We we didn't know what it was, but that was that that was unexplainable. And then like 
these orbs that I mean, and then whatever's going around where we came out, I feel it's not a bad thing, you know, it's not, no, no it's not bad either. They're adapting to the like, they, they like the music, and then oh, one night, um. After that light had came out right in the garage, mm -hmm. which me and only James witnessed, uh, we don't have no footage of. But like two to three nights after that, our friend was over, and it was about I got the It was about three o'clock in the morning, and I went to the corner of the garage to go show him um, where, where that where, where the light came out. And right, right. As soon as I got to the corner, I looked Dude, back. I looked back at these guys, right, and they're like, "Oh shit!" And their face was all like, you know, in shock. And I thought they were fucking with me at first. But their facial expression, I said, there's no way they could uh, uh, fucking plan that out. Yeah. And as soon as I got to that corner, they said these orbs were just coming out everywhere. Oh, boom, I got boom. a good one. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was, and then um, it's just, it's, it's... Maybe these are the real rock gods. Well, you know, James has been, you know, he's got some kind of, uh, um, I don't know how to say it, with a relationship with the... You know, the spirit world of some right, sort, right. you know sure. what I mean? And he's questioned it his whole life, and somehow I think they're trying to, you know, reveal some things, and, and we can't ignore it, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? What, what, what we witnessed. Then, um, alright, while we're running a little time, we'll play a little uh, Jaguar's Claw here. Well, he's got something he's gonna you play here. Jaguar's Claw, yeah, they're coming up. I gotta plug this in. It's another good look for me. Thanks for tuning in around the world. He's pretty very live. Over Johnny Mac and James. Central Coast and Alan. Alan Broadway Studios. We're going over music tonight. Epic music. I see a lot of orbs in this one. Oh, <laughs> Sorry about that. That's all right.
we'll, we'll get him created where he gets a, a YouTube page and all this shit so the fans out there in the world can listen, you know? Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Why not? So I got the Johnny Mac 805 live documentary, but there's really nothing on it, you know? This a couple of things from Dog Bane. Oh, yeah. Where are you coming? Yeah, right behind me. That one was shimmering. And then we'll go to uh, the Jaguars, our song next there. Should be up on this guy here. You see one? Looks like a silhouette of a person walking up to the camera. Really? Yeah, it is like if it's invisible. It's really big one? Yeah, it's pretty wild. It really thinks it's got a sit and watch it carefully. It's carefully. Yeah, well, see, that's another thing, too, is it keeps it dark and light. So, a lot of them come straight down. And then, like, um, when we wrote Jaguars Claw, or part of the song, you know how people put lyrics into a song there, so it kind of paints your mind of uh, a story or a topic or whatever. But with this, with the style that he wrote the song, with his lead going over, that's the lyrics of the song. So when you listen to the song, you can paint your own image of the story of sure. what you hear. You know what I mean? Which is a fucking genius idea, I think. They come and go, and there's like these spots where all of a sudden there'll be a bunch of them. This no, is, this is not, not doing This is just it, like psychedelic. That's rock. just jamming to the back of like, Psychedelic rock. We'll get to the doom here shortly. Here. That's not doom. No, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Still, uh, no, that's not doom. That's just the song that we wrote. That's fucking bringing rock back to the Central Coast. Pump your fist in here. I'll have to show you when. Uh, never wasting time. All right, we're going to take another station break uh, from Alan Broadbury Studios here in Santa Maria. We're doing live Day Sprayberry all over the world with uh, James and Johnny Mac. Johnny Mac, thank you guys for tuning and in. Producer Ariana Assistance in there. And uh, looking, stick around. We're looking got a lot beautiful more as ever. Out. You listen to Day Sprayberry live all over the world. Stand by after these messages. Welcome back to Day Story Live. All over the world, we're sitting with Johnny Mac. This is some music you got. This is available on Facebook? Yeah, this is my band Dog Bay I'm playing with. This is uh, one of our songs called uh, Crown. Central Coast's finest premier rock band, Dog Bay, ladies and gentlemen. I like this shit, man. They got a little groove to it, you know? Yeah, for sure. And then I've been seeing back the vocals, which is fun. I like this style. Very much. What you going on bass there, right? That's me on bass. That's uh, Todd Mountain on uh, guitar and vocals. And Craig Cullerton playing drums and sings. Don't believe I'll be. 
they've been friends since high school and shit, you know. But like I'm afraid he he, he plays with a bunch of different bands and stuff. But they've had this little thing together for a while, so we're gonna hit the ground running hard and at the beginning of the year we'll come out with some merch and, and it's just right now got our guitar player wife's in college and his kids, so he's going back and forth, driving them here and there, and, and he's recovering from an injury, so it's, it's kind of hard for us to go out there and, and, and do gigs right now. Yeah. But you don't, you, you don't see too many of the, uh, you know, bands out here on the Central Coast doing, a, you know, like original music and stuff, you know what I mean? I think going back with, uh, with James and the uh, Jaguar Claw. Yeah. We'll pull that one up next here before this thing dies on me. And this is all available on your Facebook. Uh, yeah, you can find it on Facebook, Johnny Max Stedham uh, on Facebook. Uh, and I got the YouTube page I'm starting out now called Johnny's Max 805 Documentary. And it's just, it's it's new in the making. So Yeah, because a lot of our listeners in Ukraine and, and Germany. And, yeah. And, and, and Johnny Mac 805 Live Music Documentary is my YouTube page. So you can go on there. I, I'll start uploading a few more better things, but uh, like uh, this is the song me and James had came out and wrote here, you know. It's not a, 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 a version that it's recorded not with uh, professionally yet. We're just putting the foundation of the song down and came up with this. But you can hear a couple different styles, but James is, you'll hear his beat come in here and that's kind of like the lyrics of the song. Right here. I know sometimes I'll put the headphones on and I'll just listen to it. I, it it's shocking to believe that that's me actually playing the song, but yeah. when I just listen to the song by myself, like like going out in the wilderness or something, it just like it does something to me. It makes me feel good. Yeah. Yeah, we just got the drum track, the drum beat off of that YouTube. James is doing the rhythm to it. I picked up the bass, started playing along. Eventually, we came out with this, you know. We won't play the whole song. It's a long song there, but it get, it, get, it has a lot of transitions in it, which I like. Yes, yes, sir. Listeners, listening to Jaguars Ball in the making here. Like right here is a great part.
We'll probably change a few things or add a few things on it, you know what I mean, as we go along. We'll see. Is this your first album? It's a, a, it's a sound, one of, one of our first songs that we wrote together. We got many more coming out, you know. It's just about getting the equipment lined up so we can record rides. TV show props. We gotta start somewhere. But to be able to jam with the guitars like this, that's Say no to that, you know what I mean? Fuck. So now we can, we'll come to the end of the song here. We love it. I see our YouTube page and views are growing a little bit more. That's a good sign. We call this the microphone drop right here at the end of the song. Drop the microphone and walk off stage and like fuck up the yeah. yeah, we get to right now. So, like on this song, we're coming to the end here. I'll show you the writing process of the song here behind the scenes. But so here's our microphone drop. I like James right here. So. laughs at all. We're just making straight rackets. So, on that, on that song right there, um, mm -hmm. before I lose my battery here, on that song here, like, I recorded this without him knowing, like, uh, like, I like this for an ending right here. So you hear the difference in the song. I know it's not a really good copy, uh, Audio-wise, but gives us an idea. Take a piece of the song, and break it out, and put it into the main theme. So we're coming out to the end of it, and he does this thing at the end here. That I think we should end the song like this. Well, so a lot goes into you know writing music. So yeah, I mean, like right here. Death March or something coming at yeah. the end, you know what I mean? So, yeah, that's the beauty of, you know, Santa Coast and uh, playing with people that you don't really get to see every day, you know? Mm -hmm. I got this other guy of mine's chat. I get to go to the, the state-of-the-art studio there that, you know, when the time's right and they get me the opportunity to publish and release stuff and promote, then I do it. But until I get their A-OK and shit, I just, I keep things like this, you know what I mean, to myself or people who... We really know what I'm involved with right, because right. you know, you know, when I started promoting after I left Hard Habits, my old band, it, uh -huh. I got into doing what a gig looks like through my eyes, and I go to like two different establishments at night, maybe three sometimes, watching different bands and promoting. People are like, I put a couple clips out there, like what my night was like, mm -hmm. and they're all, well, you should keep doing that kind of stuff, and um, and, and so that's how I started Eminem Entertainment. I ran that for a while. Uh, it's the music and me. I had a business partner. We're just going around promoting bands and venues, and then like, uh, it just got to be t you know too much for me. Where, you know, I wanted to get away from doing uh, you know cover music. I want to get into right. original music, and sure, that's sure. that's that's where I'm at now. Then I met you, and you kind of talked me into doing this podcasting. So yeah. that, that's gonna open up new doors. He's and, got his own podcast, by the way. Well, folks. it's 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 starting out there, you know. 
It's on Anchor. Anchor. It will be on Anchor, Spotify, Spotify, Google, Google RSS, RSS. One. We'll be broadcasting Apple. around the around the world. You know, yeah. Dave's February. That's how how it's done. And and we'll go around like you know I might. Uh, Promoting, I was getting in, like, I'd go to gigs and I'd be dealing with politicians and city council people, uh, you know, it was weird, and, uh, or at a gig, uh, you know, when I first came out of um, my, my vacation from uh, the state penitentiary, <laughs> my first gig I went to was Casa de Oro, I went to go watch a friend's of mine's band play there, mm-hmm. and I was at this specific spot where I was filming, and, and there was this chick there, and I noticed that she had, um, I thought she was waiting for, you know, her boyfriend or her friends to come join her at the right, table. Right. And she finished a bottle of wine there. I go, did you just drink that bottle of wine? Did you just finish that bottle of wine? And she goes, I most certainly did. And I was like, wow. So we started talking and stuff. And, and, and um, once we got into our conversations and, you know, I was telling her about Eminem Entertainment. This is my first gig back at, at quite some time. And this was right after COVID lifted, you know what I mean? Right, so right. everybody was anxious to go out. And so yeah. everybody happened to be there. When we started talking, and and um, <coughs> she's like, "Where did you come from?" She goes, "Jail." Uh, jail. Come, huh? She goes, "Did you come from jail or something?" Because I was talking about the vacation. And I whispered mm-hmm. to her, "I go, no, more like prison." So she starts laughing, and then she goes, "Well, I have to be honest with you. I got to tell you something." She goes, "Well, I'm a cop." I was like, "Outstanding." Oh. I was like, "No way." She was a, a Grover Beach Police Department PD, and uh, I go, "What does?" Uh, you know, a convict and a cop have it in common. And she's all, what's that? I go, music. You see what I mean? We're here enjoying music, live music. And this sure. brought us together. And, you know, we became friends after that. You know, it was, it was cool. You know what I mean? So, you know, music opens a lot of doors. I mean, a lot of interesting people. I mean, mm-hmm. great people. You know, I'm very humbled. And, you know, get to jam with guys like this and get better. You know, I'm not the greatest musician in the world. But, you know, I'm kind of coming into my own and I'm learning. And, uh, you know, you just... And then when you get to write your own original music, that's, you know, saying something. So that's where we're at right now, you know, and working with this podcast with my nephew. I don't know where the show's going to go, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, it can't, I mean, it can't be that bad, you know what I mean? We Not just, at all. You get to see it's some cool, you get to know everything, see some everyone. cool, interesting stuff, and, and, yeah. and, and you know, you know, uh, like you walked into that, and in your episode, you go into commercial, and you're at the... Uh, the roots, twisted roots, or whatever he called yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, you know what I mean. You had that little segment with him, and that that that's badass. And you're all like, you know, the incense. I could, I in my mind, I'm picturing the whole scenario. You know what I mean? I can hear the guy's voice, and you're you're giving detail about what's walking in the place and smelling it. Sure. And stuff, like I'm being there, and, and you know that's great. You know, people need to see that what life's like around here. You know what I mean? Yeah, he sponsored some of the shows, so that's really good. You know, that's great for the public and. And for them, uh, tourists listening in, going in, they're like, oh, I got a spot, go to Santa Cruz, wherever, or you're yeah, Monterey, Monterey up there in, mm-hmm. in, in, in that area. Yeah. So, and then, you know, you never know where the music, the doors is open. You, uh, you know, I just don't tap into all those, all those uh, resources. You know, when I, when, like one time I was playing with Blue on the side project and she needed a guitar player right at the last minute. Cause yeah. I, was, I was, I was just, pretty much just playing bass with her in their band and <clears throat> I called a bunch of different guitar players up to see maybe if they can like kind of fill in like all yeah. oh, these guys could just jump in and play you know what I mean fucking they don't need to go rehearse and all that shit and fucking you know most of them responded back well all of them responded back and they're like well you know Johnny I'd love to do it but I got you know pro- prior now. engagement mm-hmm. and that but it was cool that they responded back and then another point you said last time we had talked is like uh you know the critics out some people are gonna like it some people ain't you know what i mm-hmm. mean but to take you got to be able to take the constructive criticism right and, and and be able to deal with it 
But like you said, he's like, at least they're listening that That's far right. in to give you the, you know, the feedback. And that stuff. means they're interested. That's definitely the show. His name is Johnny Mack. He's a bass player for a lot of bands around here. Uh, James was here. He must have zipped off somewhere. I think he's in the other room with that. Yeah, yeah. In the studio. He's talking oh, to yeah, He's talking yeah, to him and Ariana. And so we're... Um, I, man, this guy's very knowledgeable in, in his background music. And hear hear James's stories and, and, and um, you know, like... I'll let him come out here and tell you guys. You, yeah. You know, I'll let my phone charge here. And like, our message is pretty much the light will always outshine the dark. You know what? Yeah. You know what I mean? There's that, and try to leave a positive, you know, feedback for somebody down the road. But, you know, the music, like, it's the universal language. Sure. Uh, you know, it's the. One, one of the things I like about uh, actually doing interviews here at Allen Brothers Studios in Santa Maria, California is, is it. The food. He's always oh, cooking. <laughs> God. Ain't he? I mean, it's excellent, man. Yeah. It's, I've met I've Alan a few years back, and I swear to God, every time I've, you know, I've come to Alan's, I've had a good time. It's been fun. You know, it's like, you know, when I come visit Alan, i got to at least take a day out of my life because, I mean, it's going to take that long to, to hang out and catch yeah, up with sure. Alan. You know, it's always fun at Alan's house. It's a studio of studios, that's for that's, sure. Right? I mean, we have all the amenities, you know what I mean? Like, he, he said he was going to program up some of that, the music there on the, his uh, Bluetooth speakers. He's quite a producer. Yeah, he's got to go, he's got to go. On. Did you know, uh, he was telling me stories about when he was, his first wife that, like in the 60s, she was like a masseuse. Oh, yeah? And she went around and she was doing like massages on Eric Clapton. And, oh, really? And all the, yeah, I don't know if he ever, he's never told you about No, that. he hadn't told me those So you could imagine the interesting people that Alan's met, you know. Yeah, Wednesdays we'll get an interview, we'll get him in here. Right, yeah. And Alan, I don't know if you know this, he plays a motherfucking harmonica like no other. Is that right? Yeah, some loose harmonica. I'll be damned. Yeah, yeah, like, I've seen it. We'll have to get him in here. To uh, do that, yeah, there's a lot, lot, a lot of good things. You know well, I mean? Let's take a station break. And, doing um, Thank you for tuning in, world. You know, yeah, we'll be back a... after a few minutes. Thank you. Um, Romania has joined this week. Oh, and really? also, yeah. Um, yeah, and Bulgaria also joined. And uh, thank you, Germany, of course, always been there, and uh, Russia. Oh, uh, great, oh, Russia. Yeah. And a few Ukrainians been listening to us, and now we got some Brazilians. Wow, that's show. great. Yeah. So we are worldwide. This is Dave Spreberry Live. That's awesome, man. Thank Johnny you. Mac, Johnny Mac, James, and Alan Bradbury Studios. Sam Maria, we'll be back after these messages. Stand by. Clapton in that bird band? Yeah, Clapton was in the Yardbirds originally. Yeah, and, and but I guess what happened was uh, they did that tour in America and they couldn't finish it. So the, the, the lead, the lead um, the producer, the guy who put the, you know, the tour together said, hey, look, Jimmy, you're the only one left in the band. You better get us some band members or you're, yeah, you're yeah, fucked. Yeah. So we got a hold of uh, Robert Plant, who the friend is, and, and, and um, John Paul Jones. And he, Where was John Bonham again? Was he, was in- uh, he was just running around, and, and, but I guess, I guess John Paul Jones had, had known who he was. Well, John Paul Jones, what I, what I understand, was a studio musician, so he was going into the studio laying down all the tracks for all these yeah, yeah. big names and shit. So a studio musician to like a guy like me, like, this place is way different, you know what I mean? Yeah, so that first tour they did, when they brought him over, the Led Zeppelin's first tour was, was the New Yard Birds. Oh, That's okay. how they toured. And then um, they're at a party, I guess, um, with with uh, uh, Keith Moon was there from The Who. Okay. Yeah. He said, yeah, I heard you guys, man. You guys are like, 
You guys are like heavy, man, like lead, man. But you guys are big, like a zeppelin, man. No and that's how they, that's how they got no their name. Shit. Yeah, it had nothing to do with the blimp, then, huh? <laughs> no, that's funny. Well, yeah, it's big, like a zeppelin. Oh, okay. Yeah, and that's how they got their name from uh, Keith Moon of the Who. No shit, huh? True fact. We're 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 talking to. Uh, Jimmy Mac here. Johnny Mac. John, I'm sorry. I, I've been drinking. No. <laughs> well, at least you're not driving, Dave. Right, 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 right. And uh, he was telling us some stories about how he got into rock and roll. And um, music in general. And um, so it was really cool what he, what he was saying. He was in that, you, you were in that um, thing, that um, that festival. Oh, the Seven Jam Fest. Seven yeah. Valdez. Oh, yeah. They, they used to do this thing once, uh, once a year. And... All these people would come all over California for this little Saturday rendezvous here in the Pomo, California for a few years. I mean, these guys that played music 30 years haven't seen each other and they come in and it was it was badass. And if you're like anything to do with music or, or band or musician, you, you came to that day. But it didn't last too long, you know what I mean? Like once the sun went down, it was, it was like that was it, huh? pretty much a party. And I was like, why don't these guys, these guys come from all over California or wherever they came from. Why don't they do like a two-day event? You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. They had like the you know ten acres of property, and I always thought they should do that, but do it like for two days or something like that. And and for, yeah, with Sammy Valdez inviting me to play that 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 particular Saturday with my my band that mm -hmm. that that was that's got my foot into the door, you know, of playing music. And I just said, you know what, I just start you know meeting Ernie like hey. You know, any gig I could get, you know, they, they I was the, the new kid on the block. Everybody was interested in what was going on. I, was, I had a classic rock blues band, and, and like, Ernie's all, call me in a week or so. I call Ernie, all eager. He's all, I'm, I'm busy. He's all, all right, this is what I'm going to do for you. He's all, Cinco de Mayo, uh, Louis B's, you can open up for me at 1 o'clock. Oh, nice. I said, all right, cool. I, I, I'm down with that shit. So we went, we opened up. We we did good the second. And then he said, "You know what? Come back. We're playing here Friday night next week. You guys come and open up again." So I did that, and then we did the Ernie's induction to Rock and Roll Hall of Fame party. We opened up for that, the Band Appreciation Day, with my band, and I just started start you know just like booking gigs wherever I can get a gig. And me and my drummer, and, sure. You know, we did private parties. We played San Miguel up in, and that's the number one oldest bar in California. And it's a historical. I like historical sites. That Santa Maria was a historical site of, you know, we played everywhere except regularly except like Harry's, which is the number one nightclub for live music on the Central right. Coast. Oh yeah, there. Pismo, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and they re just remodeled that place, so that I haven't been there since they reopened. But you know, six, seven nights a week, you got live music. Two oh bands, yeah, two bands on Saturday and Sunday. You know what I mean? I mean, that's the best place on the Central Coast to go. It's to. pretty smart. It's a cash-only bar that they have ATMs in. No, that they that that. I, uh, Pine Street Saloon does that. Oh, Pas do they do it too? Pas Paso Paso Robles. Robles? That's yeah. one of the oldest bars too in, in California. They're real known for wing night, aren't uh, they? I don't know about my my ex is uh, uh, from that area. I, I haven't really. I, I've watched from afar, like on, on Facebook, but I've never really been on there like doing music and shit. You know, mm -hmm. in fact, my friend band Dogman was supposed to play there last like two months ago, but oh. but we had to pull out because the uh, fucking guy had to go. To, he wasn't gonna make it back in time. And so, but I had met Ron Finch, he's the owner of that bar, and uh -huh. he does all cash, which is which is epic, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I got to pick his mind about, about certain things, and, and you know, they say that's one of the most haunted places, too. Yeah. The Ghost, Ghost Adventures went in there and did an episode, and uh, it, it, yeah, it, it, it's, you can tell that, you can feel the ghost. But Ron Finch is like, why does he do all cash and stuff? 
and he he'll he'll watch the bar like 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 no other like and i asked him well what, what's the reason behind it and he says the reason why i stand here and watch the bar is so someone serving alcohol and drinks don't fuck up his program by serving like you know to a minor or or something go wrong because he's you know the tickets and fines that come in oh will, yeah be, bank be yeah he did all cash for so i forget the reason behind that oh he doesn't pay the bands any money but what they do make their money on is the uh five dollar cover charge on a friday saturday night Oh. And the bands and musicians there make more money on the Central Coast than anywhere else than they're at Pine Street. Right well. there at Pine Street, yeah. Castle Robles, California. That's yeah. amazing. Well, we've talked about a lot of different things tonight. Rock and roll. James, thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you. He's coming and, back um, out here in a second. Is he? Okay. Oh. He's in there eating. And um, we may get it, we get to do some more stuff here. Orbs in our rock and roll music. Well, James got some great stories and let him tell his music journey and... and uh, We'll go from there, you know what I mean? Yeah. So thanks yeah. for having us, Mr. Dave Sprayberry. Of course. So yeah. when they added this on different countries around the world... Are yeah, we, and are I just noticed that uh, Canada is in there, oh, wow. and, and um, Hong Kong is nice. joining, Croatia. So they oh. also joined us this week, so that's pretty that's cool. Beautiful. It goes along with uh, Russia and, and Germany and um, Brazil and, and um, Romania. That's beautiful. Bulgaria, they're all in it. And so uh, we're going all over the world with this. Do the, right. the fans around the world, do they ever... Um, Give feedback to you. Oh yeah, on, on yeah, yeah. Right. But I can't understand all of them because they're right. different countries. That's languages. what I'm saying. When it's broadcast around the world, are we in English or are we? In oh, we're English. Yeah, okay. it, it, yeah. They understand us. That's why music. You guys playing music on here is fabulous because oh, it's it, it's it's uh, a universal language. Like is. you can't. Someone in Japan can't speak our language, but on stage playing music, a B flat to B flat in right. their language, we can communicate some way somehow. So. Tonight's dinner brought to you by Alan Broadberry oh, and his man. studio of uh, and Amazing the Sounds. The producer's producer. Uh, Why he bring James in, I'll have him cue up the uh, Bluetooth <laughs> music. For sure. Ariana joined us tonight. She's assistant to uh, Alan. Wonderful show. Oh, you guys, great, man. Thanks for joining us and being our friend. You're listening to Dave Spirit Live all over the world. We may be back after these messages. We don't know. <laughs> Stay tuned. Rise and shine, burn and red. Get your body out of that bed now. 6.15 a.m. now. Throughout Southern California, we are a rock and roll radio. 95.5 KLOS Los Angeles. We've got Veronica here in the studio. as all with uh, Daphne from um, Scooby-Doo. We're coming out of a new movie, and these ladies are just absolutely gorgeous. They're new actresses, too. They want to go with some fresh skits, so it's a fresh fresh meat, you might say, in the actor's state of mind. And they're beautiful. Blondes, both of them, this time. No, no young short girl with dark hair and glasses. Uh, just a show, young blonde here, long girl. Kentucky too. She's got an accent from hell. <laughs> and of course, there's Daphne. Daphne's just who she is, and she's uh, straight out of Minnesota with love. And uh, you're you're gonna love it. It's gonna be the great show. It's gonna be coming up. Uh, you guys start filming next week, right? Yeah, next week. So uh, look for them in the, in the uh, theaters near you this summer. It's uh, the new Scooby Doo with a hot looking Veronica and a hot looking Daphne. We're going to be talking to him next, right here on 95.5 KLOS Los Angeles. Stay tuned. Good morning, America. Or uh, at least New York. We don't have far drive. Where are we? We're going all over the world. That's right. Our good friend Dave Sprayberry gave us a chance to, uh, to, uh, to uh, you know, whatever we're doing. That's what he gave us a chance to do. Right. So put the on-the-air light on. And let's party. <laughs> Nobody likes that. Everybody's an asshole. Especially me. Hi, sweetie. What's your name? I don't know. What's my name? Do you have? Well, 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 get closer to the mic. <laughs> I guess my name is Peppermint. Yeah? As in Schnapps? Is that your last name? Schnapps? Are you German? Peppermint Schnapps? She's Russian. Actually, she's from Ukraine, but now she's Russian. I'm not from Ukraine. You're not from Ukraine? No. Where are you from? Sweetie? Where are you from? Here. From here. Fuck off. Like, um, <laughs> I'd have a lot better manners if I was from a third world country. You're from a third world country, huh? Yeah, and I'm so grateful he brought me to America. I was conceived I on a plane, <laughs> and I was born on another plane. What do you think of that? That my my, parent, my mom and my pop were going down to the Bahamas. And they got on the Mile High Club. Next thing you know, she's pregnant. Oh wow! And then he goes down there, and pop loses his job. So they're stuck in the Bahamas for like nine months. I was born in the county jail. Wow. The county jail, huh? Yeah. That's Dave in the background. We can't really hear. He got mumbles and looks the other way. He's one of those, you know, like, you know, like a what's that guy from Tool, the band Tool. Where he never could face the crowd, he always was behind. He always, well, he, he always was behind the band. You know what I that? You, you remember the band Tool? No, huh? Oh yeah, they're they're pretty outrageous. Anyway, the, the lead singer always sat behind the band. Really? Those, yeah. Like they what? Send them to camps. What kind of program? They, they, they send them to like a. Camp real quick, like so they like know basic like uh oh how to shoot a gun yeah basically like infantry training and shit like quick quick shit really? yeah they know they like like tactics and, and like you know like just like certain like like very like fucking just rough like just like they get straight to the point and then they send them like out to where they need them the most on the front line on the, yeah they send them to the front line and they go hey who's got balls you guys all right front line yeah <laughs> who wants to fly a drone. Right, right. They fly drones. You know what? And a lot of kids can fly those things because they play video games. Exactly. I can fly that thing. Drone flying is the way to go. Yeah. Wipe out tanks from, from up above. Sarah swears that I'm going to die out there. She's Where? going to die out there. In Ukraine? in Ukraine? Yeah. That's fucked up, huh? What, you plan on going? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think you're crazy. I didn't really hear what that was, but. I never said there was a draft, stupid. A draft? They ain't had a draft since uh, World War Two. No, World War Four. Wait, wait, which world? world War Third World War. Where? No. When we when we fought the. Uh, well, where did everybody world. get that good uh, that good weed from? Thailand, yeah. Yeah, the Thai sticks. Yeah. That's what started that war. <laughs> You're stupid. The tie sticks. Tie sticks. Baby, can I use a tutor? They used to be called chopsticks, but you know. <laughs> Sarah, no, come, come over here and use a tutor over here, and then let me use it while you use it. So